Hello people. Welcome to this podcast People's Stories. Here we talk about people's lives, career, dreams and the journey to it in most genuine and raw format. Discovering not only their characteristics but also their thought process to excellence. Your takeaway for today. So, let's begin. Welcome to the part 2 of this podcast series. If you have not listened to part 1, please feel free to tune in. It's with the same name, just part 1. There we spoke about Hesha's professional life as a material and chatting engineer. What does he exactly do? His roles and responsibilities, his KPIs, about life and education in Germany, and also there are some funny nuggets from his life. So feel free to tune in. And for now, let's begin with part two. So Harsh, to the last conversation, you said that um, you like your work, uh, and now I want to ask this question as to. when you were in your school or when you were doing your btech at that time were you very clear that okay you want to do this and this is something that makes you happy or did it happen in the course of your the course of time how how did you identify that okay this is something that i want to do and this is something i like doing uh basically i i would say uh over the course of time uh you you are exposed to a lot of new things and and things change i mean the the things that we are taught in 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 bachelors are not the not the things that industrial uh, industry is working on so mm-hmm. when you are when you are really into the like when you are pushed to the industrial uh, industrial side you start looking okay what are we doing or you know is this the is this the same thing that we have been taught or or bought upon yeah and when you are exposed to to this environment you start at looking okay what excites you what is your strong field or what do you want to do and i think it 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 came over a course of time you know like it came after doing the masters writing my thesis or project during that course of time i i sensed that okay this is the field that i i can be very good at mm-hmm. or i i want to do something in this field mm-hmm. so that's how i i came to this conclusion i mean uh, that okay okay i have to do this and uh, do you believe that like sometimes uh you know that you want to do something but you but you don't know exactly what that thing is so do you believe in the fact that sometimes destiny also has a role to play it's just that you have to be motivated to you know to give and then sometimes things just come your way uh i would i would say both uh, sometimes sometimes things just come your way you know like you sometimes you don't even think about it and it just comes to you and you say okay oh, wow that's nice i didn't do much about it and it just came and it's so uh, so nice and then you start thinking it's it's destiny and second thing is you you work really hard you try multiple times and then you come to that point yeah uh, so i i would say i i have i have sensed both in my life mm-hmm. so <laughs> i worked hard to get something and sometimes the things have just suddenly happened and mm-hmm. but were you were you ever in a situation where you felt like i don't know what i want were, yeah. have you ever experienced that situation yeah i i have experienced that situation actually um that this was the time when i finished my uh, bachelor's mm-hmm. and i was trying to see 
where I should apply for my master's. And, and in that course of time, I did work uh, for six months. I was just at home doing nothing, just trying to see what is what is going to happen, what are the things that I need to apply. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was like, those six months were like, I was happy that I finished my engineering, but I was not, I was not thinking that, okay, what's the next step? I, I knew that I wanted to do master's, but those six months are, are like blank for me. I'm looking for something, but I'm not able to get anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those th- that was the period. And then I started working in a uh, in a call center. And then I really those those, those six months after the uh, in the word when I was working in a call center where like hor- where was very hard on me. Where I was saying, okay, you wanted to do masters, you have something in plan, but now you're working in a call center, which is not the field that you want to be in. Mm-hmm. So I was I was I was lost there, you know, like a little bit. But then suddenly uh, I I had applied for a lot of universities and I got rejections from few. I got acceptance from few, and then things started changing. And then I still remember August 18th was my uh, I got like acceptance from the university that I wanted to go in in 2013, and I I packed my bags and I left on October 7th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I still remember those dates because those two dates are very critical in my life. <laughs> That changed. I, I, that changed the whole course of my, uh, you know, like my future or something. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. So, uh, Harsh, now let's let's talk about some happy, happy and good memories. So, because you have done your uh, bachelor's from India, uh, I'm sure you would have like good college memories, and then you have done masters from Germany. What are those? Uh, what are those things that stick stuck with you in that experience? I would say uh, in during my masters, I would say uh, our 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 happiness was you know like cooking together, eating, <laughs> eating well. You know, trust me, these were the small happiness. I mean, I had like uh, uh, very close friends, like four people whom whom I was enjoying. Uh, we used we used to come together. We mm-hmm. used to cook. We used to be in. We used to study together. We used to cook together. We used to go out together. We used to do everything. You know, like so we were uh, there for each other. Like our backs were there for each other, you know. Like yeah. if someone is 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 feeling down, we were we were you know uplifting others. Yeah. So yeah, I, and and actually, those three or two or three years where you could say you you create such a good bond with the people, you know, like where you can say okay, for your happiness, these are the people whom you would like to share with, and you don't want to be in a crowded place, you know. That that also, you know, separates you and. And the happy moments are like, yeah, getting your first project, getting your thesis outside the, you know, like, so these are the <laughs> things, defending your thesis with the good marks, getting a job. Yeah, these these are very happy moments, I would say, when you're doing your master's and that too abroad, you know, like when you get yeah, your yeah. job abroad, it's, it's the happiest feeling. So now I want to understand from you as to what do you think about a happy and a fulfilling life? Because... You know, nowadays, uh, it's like everybody wants to achieve everything. And then we have so many things on productivity, on being successful, on, you know, doing this and that. And it's like we are ru- we are running. All of us are running to, to in that race. But I, I feel like sometimes we need to stop and think about what really matters to you. And that is something that will define if you are happy and fulfilled. But uh, what do you have to say about this? And yeah, how do you see your life? How do you balance everything? 
Uh, I would say uh, you made a very good point that you need to stop, think, and and see whether it really uh, makes you happy, or you know it really motivates you to do the same thing again and again. Uh, sometimes I, I I understand that everybody is is running in their life. They are not realizing whether uh, they are happy, they are sad, what they want, they are stressed. They don't want to look at themselves and say, okay, I want to wait for some time and take some time out and see what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is you have to earn something in order to maintain your lifestyle. You know, you have so much of responsibilities that you need to take care of. And, yeah. and if you stop, everything falls apart. So yeah. that's one of the things as well that, that, that uh, you know, like people don't realize it that they are not doing for themselves, but they're doing for others. Mm-hmm. But when they, they, they should take some time and say, okay, what I'm doing is what I really want. If they, if they, if the answer is no, then I think they should reflect on what what is uh, what are the shortcomings and 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 work on it. And maybe after in the in the course of time, they can change their perspective or or change their approach, and they can you know be on back on the track or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and now talking about your personal life. So how do you create a balance, like? Because obviously, professional life is something you have to be very serious about and you should know what you want to do. But then I think ultimately, it's a combination of personal life and professional life, which makes you really happy and fulfilled in your life. So uh, what do you think about that? Uh, I would say uh, personal life is very important because uh, personal life defines your state of mind, basically. If If you're not happy in your personal life, you will never, I don't know, but it's completely my point of view that you will never outperform your, your professional life. Mm-hmm. Because we are human beings at the end of the day. You cannot have a complete switchover of your yeah. brain. Uh, if you are having a hard time in per, per personal life, you cannot be doing extra, you know, like you, you cannot be very successful in your professional life. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you are, uh, if you need to give a lot of thoughts and if you have to be very creative, because you need a peace of mind in order to grow in your career. Yeah. So I would say personal life, you need to balance your personal life uh, quite good in order to have a good outcome uh, of your professional uh, life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and how do you do it? I think it's, it's again, very simple. Uh, give enough time to your partner. I would say uh, keep uh, uh, do some activities together, go out for walks or go for biking uh, go for go go for a romantic dinner once a while. Go for a nice vacation. Explore the world. <laughs> Explore the world. Yeah, that's. I think. That, I think that you need to figure out with your partner what what what. what yeah, what are the, those common like. things? Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you need to make uh, force them to make the things which are not common because you know, like uh, maybe you are scared of it but you will like it after yeah. you do it. So it's something I think that's, that also brings the balance. And I also feel uh, like having friends or family is, 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 is always helpful because that's your emotional um, absorber. So, so if, yeah. if something, you know, your friends and your family, your, your partner, those are the guys you can, if you have, if you have good friends and family, of course, those are the guys you can always... Um, rely on rely on yes when when times are difficult and yeah look up to them 
Uh, yeah, I, I I completely agree with you, and uh, I would say uh, that's what I said. Like uh, during our master times, we were like few friends who were holding our back towards each other because we were completely in a different uh, uh, country, new environment. Everybody, mm-hmm. it was everything new for us, and mm-hmm. and we hold it. Uh, you know, like we would say, we hold it that uh, that line of interest among ourselves, uh, mm-hmm. all the griefs, all the happiness, happy moments, and I would say family. Yes, without family, I would say uh, I wouldn't have been here. And without my sisters, I would say I wouldn't have been so much motivated in my life to do anything because mm. uh, my I I I I draw that motivation from uh, both of my sisters. They are elder to me. They they are well established. And looking at them, I I I pushed all those boundaries because mm-hmm. if if my sister can do it, I can do it too. Yeah. So, you know, like it's 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 within the house. So you know, like you are not the not the favorite kid, but you still want to do something that you can be. <laughs> Up here with kid of the, yeah, <laughs> of to to reach that level, I mean, just just to be to be there somewhere. Do uh, do you want to talk about any any failure that you have um, encountered and what was your experience around it? Yeah, yeah. Actually, every story has some failures, and I I had a big time failure. I would say uh, that was twelfth standard. I uh, and these are the board exams which are very critical according to our Indian households to mm. have a good future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was not that great in the studies, but I was above average. Let's say I was uh, I was hitting seventy five, eighty on an average. That was my my range of scoring. Mm-hmm. But in twelfth, I was so and the things didn't go my way. I was so depressed. I I like uh, sometimes I felt like I was I had to run away from my house because the pressure was immense. Trust, trust me, the pressure of performing in twelfth standard is immense in India. And I think you you would you will know it. Yeah. And uh, to be very honest, uh, like just a week before my board exams, I just ran ran away from my house. Really? I went to, yeah, I just went away and I just ran to uh, to Bangalore, and like that's where my mama was living. So I just ran. Okay. I went up sconding. I just took the took the train. I just left to Bangalore without saying anybody. And next day I approached. I uh, appeared in my mama's house. So it was like that. And that was a week before the board exams. Just a week before my board exams. Okay. And then uh, everybody was shocked, panic, everything because I was not prepared because I was so uh, the things were not going right in my in my personal life as well. Like the first breakup of my life and. It's it's everything came came at the wrong time, you know. Like, and then I just had a week to prepare. Uh, then my mama, my my sisters made me, uh, you know, understand that okay, no matter, just give the exams. Hmm. I know you have not studied well. Just give the exams. If you want, we can we can take one year gap and you can do it again. Yeah. Okay. And I just appeared. I just went back. I just had four days uh, to prepare for my first paper. And I still remember the physics was my first uh, first exam. And then I we had the, the best part was we, I had enough uh, few free days in between all the mm, papers. Mm. So I said, okay, give it a shot. I still remember uh, my chemistry teacher. Uh, he came to my house to teach me chemistry in these three days where I had uh, to prepare before my exam. You know, like he was there every day, three hours with me. He was teaching me chemistry. Okay. That's how I prepared my board exams, and I, I I just passed. I just passed. I got fifty four percent, and my PCB, PCMB, so it was physics, chemistry, biology, maths. I I, I got forty five percent, and I was just uh, eligible to appear for uh, CET exams for Karnataka. 
Okay. I wrote my CT. I I got like very bad ranking. I got into engineering college in the third round of uh, counseling. So okay. I didn't even get my engineering scene in the first round, second round. I got in the third round. Mm-hmm. And then I got into a not so uh, good college of engineering, but it was an average engineering college. Mm-hmm. And I I was very uh, unhappy with myself that what I have done, you know, like I have done something wrong in my in my in my just three months of time, and that has caused me a lot of hassle for my rest of the life. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Mm-hmm. But then engineering was uh, was was okay. I started uh, performing well in engineering because I was always uh, motivated to do something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a few downfalls happen in everybody's life, and I would say that that gave me an extra edge in my life. That mm-hmm. it, no matter where you are or if you fail in your life, there is always another chance where you can just uh, you know get up and get going. Yeah, and I think that that has always. Uh, been in my mind that I, I'm not afraid of failures to be very honest because mm-hmm. if I know if I fail I will get up much more higher you know, like when I get up I will I will not be on the same level which I was before I will I will go beyond that so mm. that's, that's a very, always, hmm. that's that's a very interesting I yeah I mean I would say that's a very interesting way to look at it because yeah I mean uh, when when we are in class 12th 10th or when we are just passing out from bachelors there are these are these milestones right in india especially yeah. Yeah. in 10th if you get like if you have to get in the merit list in 12th you have to get like this particular percentage this time i saw that um, some colleges in du they have they have like 100% cut off so it's like if you have 100% in your boards yeah. then you will be able to apply in those colleges which is a very very high competition and uh, if we do not if we do not get those milestones we feel like we've failed but i mean it's it's not always the same way you can still get up you can still do a lot of things in life and and i and i mean i know how how you are doing how how things are with you and i would say you've done really well like considering how we are told that what will happen if you get this particular percentage yeah. and what will happen but then it, it totally depends on you how you want to to take yeah. your life from there on you know yeah that's why i i i kept saying constantly uh, in this talk never uh, you know never let your ne- never let yourself down you know because things will come to you they mm-hmm. will come to you you know mm-hmm. it's 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 like uh, i think few people i think my story is not that um, that i had a very big failures i was not i, I mean i had a hardships yeah. i would say yeah. but uh, i have seen the people who had more hardships and and they are still uh, they have they have uh, come out of it they are they are performing well and they are mm. at, at a very good positions mm. and i think this is what we need to see i mean every downfall has a positive side and a negative side just yeah. take the positive sides out of it yeah and just go ahead and and did you have harsh did you have like friends who were doing like really well and was there this competition um and this thing in your mind that okay that self evaluation that we do <laughs> if i'm good uh, enough I, i i would say in in my school time uh, we were always evaluated trust me uh, i mean not ourselves but our parents our teachers always do you know look at these students they yeah. are they are they are outperforming they are she's she's doing this why don't you be like her yeah. or like him yeah yeah but if i see now like what i am at this position and if i look at my all the school days and everything i i would say i am outperforming 
most of them you know like i i'm not saying that i i i'm i'm uh, i'm i'm being egoistic here but it's mm. just like you don't know what what the, this person can do over a course of time few mm. people fail after you know like 12 few people start gaining the momentum after 12 mm. or in engineering or bachelor's or masters mm. and i would say my momentum i gained the momentum during engineering mm. i always had it but i think all things came together yeah during my engineering and master time and what is that one difference that you see between yourself and all and those people like have you been able to recognize that uh, i would say being stubborn you know like if you want to do something you need to be stubborn i will do it no matter yeah it's not happening today it's not happening tomorrow i will do it 60 times in yeah. order to get this done and if you're not stubborn i know stubborn has two meanings you know like being mm. stubborn is sometimes bad but mm. being stubborn to do something good mm. is will always lead you to you know like uh, to achieve something and yeah. i think you need to be stubborn for, uh, for good reasons not for bad reasons no i i totally and, agree i think there is a there is also a study i'm not exactly sure from where i think i heard it in one of the ted talks so this lady she says that um one of the biggest contributing factor to people being successful is resilience so mm-hmm. you of course have to be hard working you have to be determined you have to be intelligent you all those things are there but if you are not resilient like a lot of people they um, feel that you know you just you just you just have that that laying back that that's laying back attitude that you okay now i have reached here i don't need to do anything more you know yeah. but then i think those successful people are those guys who still still look forward to doing even if you fall even if you fail whatever happens you still look forward to taking the next step you you just keep moving constantly and yeah that's how the tortoise wins the race right yeah yeah that's 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 exa- uh, exactly and 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 as you mentioned a really good example about tortoise you know like success is like a tortoise you know like you cannot have success like a rabbit if you have a success like a rabbit i think your downfall is is also like a rabbit yeah yeah because you don't learn at each and every point what are the, the uh, shortcomings and that shortcoming experience is very key role in order to be successful agree totally agree so just to sum up basically the whole idea was for you what i understood from from talking to you was that you were stubborn kid and you wanted to achieve a particular you want to achieve a particular position in your life and you are working for it even now yeah but you are uh, happy and satisfied and fulfilled in your life as of now yeah i would say yes uh, but stubborn in a good way <laughs> <laughs> of course of course yeah there is like a good ego and a bad ego so of course yeah. a good ego <laughs> yeah. fantastic it was it was wonderful talking to you harsh um, i really loved each and every aspect of our discussion there, there were there was there was lot to explore thank you so much for your time thank you uh, for inviting me i would say uh, it was nice to reflect back uh, on what i have done uh, <laughs> going back it was a wonderful experience as well for me and uh, talking about my uh, like past or what i Wonderful. Thank you so much you guys for tuning into this podcast People's Stories. 
If you are aware of somebody who has inspired you and would want me to share their stories with all of you guys, then please feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. My profile name is Priyanka Ota. I will be back with another interesting talk in the next episode, so stay tuned. And till then, stay happy, stay healthy.